Let's get you fired up. Financially independent, retire early. If you're a small business, professional, or entrepreneur, and you're looking for a way to stand out amongst your competition, then this is the podcast for you. We focus on relevant digital marketing strategies and tools to help you stand out in your industry and become the market leader in your profession. Hey, we don't hold back on this podcast. We say it like it is. And sometimes you may not like what you're hearing, but I guarantee you, you'll know the information given is truly what you need to do to take your business to the next level. So hang tight because you're about to be fired up with me, Krista Mayshore. I'm good. So I have Aaron here. Actually, Aaron was um, my broker probably about 12 or so years ago. Yeah. And I have her on this right, right about 12 years ago, Aaron. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a while. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's been a while. And the reason I have her on here is because I want to remind you about um, just how, you know, I really, really practice what I preach in, in um, all aspects of my business. Anything that I tell you to do, I do. And so um, Aaron was the broker, the agent on the receiving end of a, um, a house that I just bought. Aaron, how many offers did you have? 11 in hand, but if I hadn't talked 10,000 other people out of like, don't bother, you're way too low, I probably would have had 50. 50, okay, 50, so there's 11 offers, she talked to everyone, and she, by the way, was amazing, she helped me so much, she was so sweet, she, and, and she even had her own buyer, correct, Erin? I did. She had her own buyer. So, um, <laughs> if, it won't be an investor I'm working with anymore, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, she's like, that guy was ill. <laughs> and it wasn't her first time. She's worked with him before. Um, so I want to show you. Um, so Aaron, tell a little bit about what happened. So we were selling a house downtown Brentwood, like great location, but the house was like a hot mess. Um, needed a lot of work, but I knew we were going to have a ton of investors on the property. My clients were emotionally struggling with selling the house. I've had this listing in September, but it's never come on the market until like last week. Um, so we decided we were going to do really transparent bidding on this. Originally, I had gone to my clients and I offered them an equity split on this back in September. Like I'll give you top dollar for it. I'll throw in 70 grand, I'll fix it. If there's any profit on the back end, we can split it. But as they waited longer and longer, the market was picking up. And when I sat down, I said, it's probably in your best interest just to throw it on the market right now. There's so many investors out there. So we decided really transparent bidding. Um, so collected the offers and told everybody, listen, we're going back to everybody and saying, look, this is our highest offer. And everybody's got like one shot to go ahead and, and then Krista and I were talking a lot at that point. <laughs> so what I did was, is I, I came with my best offer and I, you know, I, I assumed that it was like, like an investor type of a home, um, just based upon the condition. And quite frankly, I didn't even ask, ask her whether it was an investor. I just kind of assumed it, which my, my, my bet on that, I should have been like, is this an investor or not? Well, I treated it as if it was a regular sale and did, and did everything that I would have done 
on a regular sale. Now, if you saw the house, it is a hot mess. Looks like, I mean, it looks like squatters have been living there and, you know, a, sh a foreclosure. It looks like a foreclosure house. So I had Jalen, we wrote a beautiful letter um, with their picture on it and, you know, talked about how they were going to live in the house and how excited they were. And then I had Jalen and Joe send a video text message directly to the seller. So Aaron, tell me, tell about that. Okay, so that was such a brilliant move, actually. Because <laughs> as we were going through the offers and Krista and I were talking and she, at the very end, she was really up against my own investor on the property. Um, but I had given Krista kind of the backstory on why, you know, my clients like emotionally were having a tough time selling this house. And Krista, I get this message from her daughter um, are you going to play that message at all? Yeah, I'm going to try to. Keep talking. Okay. okay. So her daughter sends me this video message and, oh my, like you could just fall in love with her. And I knew that this really could be the difference maker for Krista's daughter to be the one to be able to get this house. So when I sat down with my clients, um, you know, we sat, we went through the numbers and I played these video messages for my clients. I said, we're really close here. The numbers are really close. And my clients are fantastic. They, you know, they know I've been dealing with them for a long time. They're like, well, if you go with you, isn't that like better for you? And I said, yes, honestly it is. But right now you'll get more with Krista's and by like a smidge, <laughs> I want you to know like who you're selling to. This is not going to be an investor that's coming in, you know, ripping out your childhood memories and then, you know, turning around and selling it and making a profit off you. Here's a woman who I've known for years. She's well-respected in the community. She's a great mom, all of these things. And she's purchasing this house for, her daughter and I, I want you to know like what this is going to look like and played the video. She was practically in tears. It was hands down. They were going with um, Krista's offer and she asked me to forward the videos so she could send them to her brothers and Krista didn't even tell you this part, but when we, we sat down and we signed our docs on Saturday, this was a seven day close. Um, we sat down to sign the docs and my client told me, you know, I sat down with my mother and her mom's elderly, um, starting to suffer from dementia, which was another part of why they were having trouble selling the house. And she said her mother cried and said she feels like she could finally sleep for the first time in months because she's been struggling with this house go and that she feels like she really can rest because she knows that these are the kids that are getting this house that are going to take care of it and make their own memories and she was just so excited and so grateful actually that you came in and those videos i'm telling you made all the difference it's you send letters and you know like everybody kind of does that this really was just a, a game changer like 
Jalen was so sincere and so excited. And you could really see these young kids like planning. And it painted such a great picture. Like my, my client was absolutely sold on it. They, they, I mean, my eyes are watering. Guys. Sorry, I'm not crying. I've got some stuff in there, so I apologize. <laughs> That's it. So let me see if I can play this real quickly. Hopefully it's going to work. So I just want to say that uh, I was up. Not working. Let me see here. Bring your shirt. Bring your oh, there we go. Perfect. Oops. <laughs> and we're talking about buying you flip-flops, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> so I just want to say that I was upstairs crying and my windows were <laughs> open. And then Joe comes home and was like, Jay, what's wrong? I'm like, nothing's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's great. But my mom just called me and was like, everything happens for a reason and totally psyched me out because she always does that whenever she has something exciting to tell me and I always fall for it and believe her. But we're going to go to dinner and celebrate and I'm so happy and excited. I'm obviously crying. I'm so stoked. We're going to go drive by the house right now and just celebrate. So thank you so much. Okay, that was, that was, the, uh, that was the thank you one. Um, so remember when you, when you... Are you looking to transform your business? Well, if the answer is yes, then you don't want to miss out on our intensive event starting soon for only $97. This event is jam-packed, full days of live coaching with me. We have breakout sessions to customize and implement our daily trainings so that you can actually utilize them into your business. We're going to give you the training to craft your personal strategy to convert your leads into long-term clients. So let's go. What are you waiting for? Register now. Can't wait to see you there. And let's transform your business. Hi, my mom just said that she put an offer in. And when she told me, I was like, seriously going to cry. I'm so excited. I'm hoping that we get the house. Uh, I just can see myself living there already, walking to all the restaurants and enjoying movie nights and going to the farmer's market. And my boyfriend and I would take really good care of it. This would be our first home without any roommates. We've lived together before, just the two of us, and also having two roommates. And I'm so excited to be moving somewhere else if I do get the opportunity to, to not have roommates and just have it be him and I and just take awesome care of the house and loving where we live. Okay, so that's the video that, that we sent to her and she was like, brilliant move. Okay. Now, no one else sent a video, and um, and also, I get to show you Joe's too. And also, only two people out of the eleven wrote a letter. So we did both. Now, this helped. We got the house because of this out of eleven different um, out of eleven different offers. So here's Joe's. Yeah, <laughs> so funny. Hi, my name is Joe. Uh, Jalen and Krista just told me they put the offer in. Really excited to live there, or hope, hopefully live there. Can't wait to have my own garage. That's what I've been wanting for the past few years, so looking forward to it. <laughs> so, so, um, so different, right? So, so different. It's just, it cracks me up. But I wanted to show you this because, you know, from 11 offers, would have been a lot more, we got this house based upon sending the letter and but more than anything sending that video all right we also followed it up with a thank you video to Aaron because we didn't want her to think that we're just you know trying to get the house that we sincerely appreciated uh, her doing that and I wanted to just show you guys that because she was she has not experienced that from any other agent ever mm -hmm. and she was just like oh my god brilliant so my point is the little things matter right the little things add up and 
even when after meeting somebody and going on a listening presentation or meeting somebody somewhere, doing something so simple as sending a video text is something that no one else does and it makes a difference, right? So I wanted to have her on here to tell you, not from me, but from the experience of a different broker in my area that we won the house to. And I gotta tell you, it seeing my daughter reminded me about just how emotional these buyers are. And I think at times we forget because we are so engulfed in it, you know, and it's just to us, it's, it's a job, but we have to remember that we are dealing with emotions on the other end, both sellers and buyers, and just how much it means to them. So Erin, thank you for coming on here. No problem, thanks for having me. Anything you wanna say? Well, enjoy your meeting, and uh, we're closing today, right? Yeah, I, I did the wire yesterday. Um, uh, Elizabeth was awesome, she's like, as soon as I get it all, you know, release it to record, so we're, we're, we're closing today. I get to go and clean up that hot mess of a house. <laughs> Good luck. Thank you again, you're the best. All right, bye, babe. Okay, bye. Okay, so I wanted to have her on there because um, just to kind of really explain, to remind you guys how the little things matter, right? I mean, my daughter had to have this house, I gotta tell you, and I was just like, the pressure is on. I knew there was you know, so many more. And the, the cool thing was is that the seller actually ended up, because um, I waived my commission, so the seller actually ended up giving Aaron my commission, right? So he, she, they ended up giving her the commission because of how hard she worked for them. But we got that house because of that video. I'm telling you, that's the only reason why, because it was better for Aaron if the, if the investor got it, and um, uh, but the seller had an emotional attachment. So never make a judgment based upon, oh, it's a foreclosure or, you know, not really a foreclosure, but it's a, you know, it's a, it's a flip where it's, they don't care or it's, it's all about money. Sometimes it's about the, the human connection. And in this case, it really was, and that's what got us this home. So just wanted to remind you guys. So a couple things today. Um, we're going to be talking about video um, video ideas. I, I actually, on the Elite call last week, asked everyone how they, what they thought about that, and all the heads were turning. So we're going to be brainstorming um, video I, ideas that we can do. But beforehand, what I would like to do, oh, Minnie asked a question. She said, did you send the video to the sellers directly or the agent? I sent the video directly to the agent and asked her to please show it to the sellers. Okay, so I asked her to please show it to the, to the sellers, and she did, she showed it to the sellers. Um, I know Erin, so I knew that she would do that, and what you might wanna do is actually write on your, um, on your offer, you know, uh, buyer requests that listing agent shows video that that buyer made to the seller, like right on the actual offer so that you know that they saw it. Erin was ethical, Unfortunately, many agents are not, and they wouldn't have, you know, they would have done what they could to get their own offer accepted because it meant more money to them. But it ended up that she had a seven-day close, a buyer that was, I mean, I didn't even, it was the easiest deal I've ever done in my life, and for her as well. Um, and her, if she had dealt with her seller, the investor, it might have been a little bit more difficult. So she actually did the right thing, made more money, and it all worked out. But I sent it directly to, um, to her and asked that she please show it to them. And she would, you know, I mean, I should show you her, her email. It was like, Brilliant. So let's do those little things. The little things really, really do matter. Um, before we do the video brainstorming, um, I it should only take us about a half an hour. What I want to do is remind everyone about our tracker and how important the tracker is. Um, and I want to go ahead and show you some some um, some reasoning behind it. And um, 
let you see the stat. So Dave Weining, Weining, am I saying it right? He actually is the winner of the swag for filling out his tracker. And I want to really remind you, remind you, remind you how important the tracker is. And I'm actually going to show you why it's important to utilize the tracker in your business and how important it is to utilize numbers before we get into um, before we get into today's training. So I'm going to go ahead and share. Okay, can you guys see the screen? Yes? Okay, great. Okay, what's the point of tracking and reporting my numbers and daily efforts anyway? Right, like, why do I have to do this, Christy? Why is this important to you? I want you to understand, we spent a lot of time on this tracker because I know it will help your business and because we do it as well. So why do people not want to track their numbers, right? Why, why don't they want to track their numbers? Number one, it's time consuming. I'm going to go ahead and um, just, I've got, can you make sure that you are muted, please? There we go. Great. Okay. Um, and boy, it's time consuming, right? You've got enough on your plate. You're already busy. I get that. Um, sometimes you don't see the return on your investment right away. It's not, you know, it, it, they don't see it quickly enough. What's the payoff? How is it going to help them? Maybe the numbers weren't good <laughs> that day or that week or that month, and you don't want to see or feel that they're not doing well. These are the reasons why people don't like to, don't like to know, right? It's kind of like, um, Tax time, you wait until the very end because you don't want to know what you owe, right? but, but it's still, it's, it's still going to be there. So the fact is that numbers tell a real story of a business. If you want to be successful at managing a business, then you need to be able to understand certain numbers. These statements determine the health of your business. Now, this is from the Small Business Administration, which most of us are small businesses, so this pertains to us, Okay. Why, are, why is it important to track our numbers? It holds you accountable. The only person that's gonna, that is going to hold you accountable is yourself. So we want to make sure that we're holding ourselves accountable, right? Are you looking to transform your business? Well, if the answer is yes, then you don't want to miss out on our intensive event starting soon for only $97. This event is jam-packed, full days of live coaching with me. We have breakout sessions to customize and implement our daily trainings so that you can actually utilize them into your business. We're gonna give you the training to craft your personal strategy to convert your leads into long-term clients. So let's go. What are you waiting for? Register now. Can't wait to see you there and let's transform your business. If you look at a lot of blank spaces, you're going to get motivated to fill them in, right? The goal is for you to start seeing green. Success breeds success. Winning breeds winning, right? The more that we see ourselves doing what we want to do more, we're feeling good about it. It gives you an overview of the health of your business. Are you performing better than you realize? Or are you performing worse than you thought, right? Really tracking your numbers and seeing what you're doing, it really helps you to determine what should I be doing differently? What can I change? What can I, oh, I, what I'm doing is working, right? So it's important because you can determine the return of your investment on your efforts. Okay, what's your ROI? What's working? What's not working? Where should you invest more time, more energy, more money? What needs more attention, right? Maybe you're doing something really well and you're like, man, this is working. I need to keep on doing this. I want to keep on doing what I'm doing. I'm going to continue to get the success that I need. It gives you the ability to make an educated prediction based on trends instead of making assumptions, okay? Numbers, there's no assumptions. You can really, really track. 
How did you perform this time last year? You can compare, right? Maybe it's the time of year. Do you need to increase your efforts um, from one month to account for a slower season that's coming up? Do you need to put in more time? Maybe do more video, reach out more, more prospecting based upon certain times of the year, right? So if you know that it's gonna be really slow in November, October, November, December, that means that you wanna push a little bit more, right, before that, to hopefully be able to fill your pipeline for October, November, December, but then also so that you can actually relax a little bit too, right? Maybe you can relax a little bit more when you need to and not feel so guilty about it and actually enjoy it a little bit. Many of us have a hard time. I have a hard time doing that. Um, so if we don't know our numbers, we're wasting time, energy, and emotion on assumptions. You only know what you know, and most people only focus on the now and what's in their immediate recollection, what they can see right now, right? And if you base your business decisions on the now, you're going to make bad decisions because you're basing them on emotion and not on fact, okay? That's why I think about it. When you're having a fight with your husband or wife and you're pissed, okay, and you say things based upon the immediate emotion right now, you make up later. Why? Because you're more rational and you're more calm. Business is no different, right? We make decisions sometimes based upon things that we don't really understand. So if we don't track our numbers, research on, for, on the forgetting curve shows that within one hour, people will have forgotten an average of 50% of the information presented. This is crazy to me. Within 24 hours, they have forgotten an average of 70% of new information. And within a week, Forgetting claims an average of 90% of it, okay? So what this tells me is this, this right here tells me, wow, I need to make sure that I'm continuing to go back and revisit and relearn what I've already learned because if you're forgetting 90% of it, it's it, the, when I read this fact, it made me realize, wow, as a coach, I need to make sure that I'm constantly going back and reminding you guys and, and myself and you ladies and gentlemen here of everything because we're forgetting 50% within an hour, Within 24 hours, 70% and 90% within a week. That's really, really crazy to know. So with your numbers and what you think that you're doing now compared to last month or whatever, it's really important for you to understand. So this is a really good example of um, Krista Maysher coaching. So if you base your performance on off memory off the last month, you might freak out. So for example, if you can see our numbers right here, let me just see if I can see it right here. It shows that we are our our numbers went really, really high in January, okay? And then they really, really went down in February. And now they're, it looks bad, right? Like right now if I saw this or just went from month to month, I'd be freaking out about my business, okay? And, and I was. <laughs> I'm like, what's going on? All right? But when you can see how things are going over time, you can draw a much different analysis. So if you look from when we first started our coaching, oops, sorry, sorry. You look, when we first started our coaching, you can see that it's accumulated. Look at the line right here. Okay, let me see if I can get the pointer. Pointer, pointer, pointer. Do you guys see that line? The line is slowly going up, so we're really going up, okay? And if you look in January and February, which looked like it was really, really bad here, it was, but now you're, you're seeing the number go up. If we didn't track this, we would, you know, all I'm seeing is our numbers are going down, we're doing worse, we're doing worse, right? Because we have had a few slow months. But if you look at it over time, it's really not that way, okay? 
So what does this tell us? This gives you a, a good read on the results of your efforts. What did you do different in February than you did in March? So for example, we had an excellent January because we had a sale. Okay, and we were increasing our prices in February. So February, our numbers dropped significantly because we increased our prices and it took our sales team about a month or, or longer to really kind of get their, their own heads around the price increase, right? Because it's, it, it, it was, a, so there, you know, it, it caused an issue. But then as they started to become more comfortable with the increase, their sales increased again. All right, so it's, a, it's really about understanding what you're doing different in your